Hello, and welcome to Final Show Films. Thank you all for tuning in. Uh, I'm John, the executive producer here, and I just want to let you know that uh, we appreciate you watching, and all of those of you that support us financially and just by having a good time here and chat with us. Uh, particularly, we want to thank our $25 tier supporters on Patreon, uh, which are Rowan Parker, Drevian Alexander, Samantha Bates, Catwater Flame, and L. Thank you all very much for your support over the years. It's meant a lot to all of us. We appreciate it. And now I hope you sit back, relax, and enjoy. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to uh, Stardust RPG on Trails of Stardust. Joining me today, oh, sorry, I am William. I am your game master for this fifth edition science fantasy campaign. Helpful to know. <laughs> it is. Um, uh, joining me today, we have Jeremy. Hi, I'm Jeremy. I am playing uh, a Kendall, Phil- ah, Kendall Fairchild, a Ladrin Morlock. Kendall Failchild. Failchild. Nope, 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 nope. Not there yet. Well, yes. Really, yes, but only in spirit, not in name. Uh, and John? Uh, John, I'm playing Coltarn, the orc artificer, as well as Skeeter Tobar, his AI-slash-construct companion, and also Black Lives Matter and trans rights and human rights. Yes. Believe women and all the other things that we say every time, because I don't have the attention span to remember all of them. Fuck off, Brian Kendrick. There are, there are, there are, the fact that there are more, like, uh... More than can be easily remembered? <laughs> there are more things that should be said regularly than can be easily remembered is in, is in itself a problem. Stick, stick the Horatio on the end of that, and you got my favorite line from Hamlet. <laughs> hey, uh... I knew at least Jack would get it. <laughs> Sorry, what? <laughs> Oh, I'm pleased. Fuck. Okay. And Craig. <laughs> oh. Didn't trip this time. What's up? I'm making a game. Um, my, <laughs> I'm playing bees. Um, uh, a swarm of nocturne and torch bees who collectively. Where the hell's my camera? There it is. Who collectively form on a uh, swarm keeper ranger professional podcast. <laughs> I did. I did. Well, you. I, there are two things that I love right now. One is that Craig came in with a drill, like, hey there, how you doing? And the second is that he's there with the not creepy portal still there. And also, also you're he phased through gate. himself to do that. Yeah. Roll back, you're making a gate? Yeah. How yeah. else am I supposed to gatekeep this hobby? <laughs> Keep up. I was so glad you made this joke that I didn't have to. Oh, God. And Cody. Ow. Uh, 2020 left us all punch drunk. Already. Um, Cody, Two months in. Baruch Alrul locks it on Voidkeeper. Yeah, I got nothing to add to this chaos. <laughs> uh, and Jack. Hey everybody, I'm Jack. I'm playing Till Wayland, the avian way of the iron path monk who makes up one third of the birds and the bees. 
and I was going to say fuck capitalism and fuck NFTs. Okay, there's two. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, two more things throw on that. Yeah. Uh, and Holly. Uh, hi, I'm Holly. I'm playing Mistal and Envine Rogue. <sighs> and Fowl. Hi, I'm Fowl. I'll be playing the role of Gideon Eaglin, um, an avian rogue. Uh, oh, and down with the patriarchy. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Also, One NF- more thing. NFTs are just tech bros reinventing the art trade. <laughs> yes. I mean, I'm saying. Today's a real good day for the metaverse if you paid attention to the stock market. (laughs) (laughs) That that reminds me, Jack, I have some stuff to talk to you about for Sal for season two. Oh, Oh, no! I bet you do. I bet you do. All of those ideas are going to require a sense worm check, motherfucker. Oh, my God. Sal, Sal, inventor of NFTs, bringer of the worm. <laughs> hey guys, does anybody really, wanna, Craig? Does anybody you're bringing wanna, me to this? Anybody want to buy this this gif of the Mojave? <laughs> Fuck! Oh my god! No. Anyway, when last we left off, the group had decided to delve into the old emperor, the old fallen emperor of Savarnus's palace and discovered a magic mirror that connected them to a a similar mirror speaking with the individual they have been arrayed against uh the demon lord or demon king Distagmos Zatran um and after a brief conversation uh the group spent some time further looking for secret passageways and found one that descended into a part of the sewers underneath the city that was blocked off from the main portion of the sewers uh, and proceeded to follow down where we ended last session with them getting caught in a machine gun trap. Oh, right. Oh, yeah. Yep, that happened. I forgot about that. Totally forgot about that. Got Swiss cheese by machine guns. Got caught in the trap? Everyone. Everyone, but particularly Kendall. The sewers of Savarinus that lead to the Sarheim scientists situation. (laughs) Did I get healed or did I not mark my hit? Very nice, Jack. Thanks. Mm -hmm. Got healed. Yeah, the the last rolls were healing things. You're going to have some, some intestinal GI issues for a while, but you are healed up. Thanks to good berries. Well, uh, also my cure wounds that I use. <laughs> but uh, as the as everything as you everyone pieces themselves back together after the machine guns have spun down after running out of ammunition, uh, that's where we pick up. And these things don't look like they're reloading and getting ready to go for a second round or anything. No, no, because looked- I punched them out of the wall. Uh, well, they also just ran out of ammunition and did not oh, appear to too. have been maintained in a long time. All right. That too, but I also punched them out of the wall for parts. Sure, 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 sure. Mm. If we find any of those that are working, I could use that. Mm. A turret? A machine gun. Oh, did you want to borrow mine while we're down here? You have a spare? Uh, yes, this is a bit close for now. 
Um, so, and since I have this and he holds up the shield, I can't mm -hmm. really, so there's, yeah, there's a custom machine gun on the back or on his back that you can grab. Uh, and I will message you the stats for it. Yoink! <laughs> I'll send you a list. Still grab it and just kind of like rack the slide, check the, check the, check the action. Engage the clip and. Oh, is that the one that I modified for you? It is. <laughs> uh, uh, here's all the stuff. What was the pattern? What was the pattern? <laughs> Loner machine gun. <laughs> God, we because, just went on because, the FBI watch list. <laughs> because because Till is not Plunk. Uh, but he, nope. he he's Plunk gotta... hasn't shot me yet. <laughs> Plunk also what? doesn't give shit back when you loan it to him. Did I give you a name for that, Cody? No. Just saying, I'm very excited for your next net one. Excellent. <laughs> and those weapon characteristics, do those have mechanical uh, aspects uh, to them they as well? Do. Okay. Uh, yeah. Uh God, which book was that? Firearm modifications, right? Grease monkeys. Yeah, we have and the core book. Yeah, we have the a Starfine, this this Stardust book. I think it's pinned in the yeah, okay. It's but it's in the Stardust compendium. I, actually, no, I don't think it is in the compendium. I don't think I put the firearm modifications there. Uh, okay. Uh so that will be the um that would be a skog uh a pattern machine gun. Um, but the uh, I found them. I can send them to him. Yeah, send send the send the yep. rules off. Uh, I should make sure that everyone has the Grease Monkeys handbook for stuff that's there. I mean, it's been linked in the. Yeah, but it hasn't been pinned. I don't think. Like, I should just like get a Google Drive put together with all the stuff that's going into the start into, into the science fiction game at some point. But for now, that, I put yeah. that into the wrong uh, uh, window. I've got a heavy revolver in my shield, so that's what I'm <clears throat> going forward. Awesome. Hmm. All right. Yeah, there's the Grease Monkey's handbook. And it's got the link to the page. Cool. So, let's try to keep an eye out for any further traps in the sewers as we go forward. <clears throat> we have Three. limited ability to restore our wounds. Yeah, we're pretty much all out of honey. Oh, so, I got this in front of me. Um, Somebody wants to be behind me and look past, see if they can determine anything for, for traps or okay. they feel comfortable enough to get ahead. Those that's a Coltarn check, right? I'll walk ahead of you. <clears throat> we can watch too. I think I think uh, Varush was suggesting he stay in front because he has the shield that can provide cover. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Well then, bees, you can keep an eye out for traps with me. Okay. Do you want us to roll? 
Yeah, go ahead and roll investigation. Could could we make that oh. be giving me advantage? <laughs> yep. Yeah, it's if it's investigation, could I please give advantage instead? You absolutely can. I thought it was perception, my bad. Well, bam, twenty-seven. There's there's an amount of overlap, but like if you're specifically, and I believe that like the player's handbook calls this out. If you're specifically searching for traps, it's investigation. Whereas if you're just trying to notice something out of place, it's perception. No, that I mean that's that that makes complete sense. I just forgot that, and my investigation is negative two. Yeah. So with a twenty-seven. It's a good thing you gave me advantage because the first roll was yeah, a two. Yeah. Would have been a ten. Oh. Oh, uh, well, I couldn't do it if I was helping, but remind me I have guidance now. I keep forgetting. Uh, <laughs> um, but as you look around, you start to realize um, that this area is designed very differently from what you would expect a standard sewer to look like. Um, And you start to take a look and you start to see that you're looking at what was probably at one point a fortress designed to masquerade as a sewer tunnel. As you sort of see the, the, the shape of catwalks and the distribution of tunnels and, and, um and the separation of like small divots in the side that people and individuals could take cover in this place was designed for a small elite force of imperial soldiers to be able to hold out against an invasion force and it looks like it hasn't been used like that in a long time it looks to be in severe disrepair as you start to see other traps that aren't active just because they've worn out the pressure plates have given out or the sensors have broken down as you pass them. And you start to realize that this place would have been far more dangerous if the people operating it were still around. I also still have my scanner going um, for tech to scan for technology in a 30 foot radius around me as we're going. So um, whenever I spot one of those traps, that's already disarmed. I'm just going to pull out a, a bit of chalk and mark uh, where the trap is so that I can come back and salvage it later. What what does it smell like down here? Um, bad, but in, in specific, it's a combination of wastewater um, along with uh, ancient cordites that has long since fallen out um with uh a heavy coating of dust on the walls um the uh occasional um whiff of sulfur or something else uh equally poisonous in the air that is not in great enough quantities to be a threat to the health of the people walking through but definitely gives a foul scent as you pass through It's not a pleasant place. No, but I mean, any 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 scent of 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 you know decay indicating relatively recent death, or is that just completely masked by all the funk from the 
yeah if you if if there is any of that nearby you're definitely it's being overpowered by the sewage okay overpowered by the sewage is my system of down cover band that tracks no that's not true i actually am not a big system of a down fan i mean i like the music yeah i do um (laughs) bill's just keeping his head on a swivel trying to keep an eye on anything that might be happening nearby now that he has you know eyeballs that work down here a bit yeah Gideon's just trying to not break shit because uh kendall's done enough of that for everybody today oh um, damn that's fired he's he's still he's still lit um i mean sorry uh the 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 torch equivalent is still lit like so the bees are still radiating light has anyone suggested we douse that no okay all right so there's what bright light for 20 feet and then dim for 10 more that's 2020 i think okay Typically, tor- typically, uh, torchlight is evenly distributed between dim and bright. I don't know of any that has asymmetrical light distances. Yeah, it's twenty twenty. Yep. Um, yes, twenty twenty. Indicated indicated by a burning stick. <laughs> Kendall is definitely towards the back. They're being shot many times. Mistles on Kendall's shoulder. Making sure she doesn't die. Look, I injected her with troll regenerative serum. Serum, she's fine. I'm sorry. What? <laughs> that was the uh, that was out of character. Uh, but also, he did explain that. I, actually, no, that's that's her point. No, you Kendall just injected have... me with something, and I felt better. Yeah, you didn't might... tell me what it was. Yeah, otherwise, I have, somebody would not have well, no. taken it. He did explain what it was the first time he used it a while ago. Since. Yeah. It's, but it's possible that Kittle didn't hear that or didn't draw the connection between what it was. And he just did. You got to remember, it wasn't used on her that time. Right. Yeah. That was, yeah, yeah. That was, that was, on, that was on Gideon, I think. But yeah, no, he's, no, he hasn't explained yes. it. He hasn't. He has, yeah. So that time didn't matter. He well, and Kendall wasn't even in the building at that I don't point. think yeah. yeah. I thought it was well, maybe maybe, no, yeah, maybe no, it was no, no, no. Gideon had run across the square. His right. mama's chewed him out for not killing the young yeah, man before flying right. across the square. And then right. Coltarn just came in and tagged him. And the rest of us were she listening to screams coming from yep. right, right, right. Anyway. I've, I've now now that I've recapped most of episode two. Uh <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So all right, but yeah, no. Uh, Till's gonna be just keeping an eye on things and making sure he's in front of Kendall. Mm. Does this <laughs> that kind of makes it funnier though? Because nobody questions what it is Coltarn's injecting them with. <laughs> no. <laughs> Till assumes everybody's as po- as body mod positive as he is and doesn't give a shit. <laughs> um, does the architecture here kind of match? if a little bit older what's up top or does it seem like completely different like the whole uh yeah it definitely matches more of the palace um 
than it would like the traditional sewers uh, as you sort of get a look around. Okay. Uh, continue on. I'm assuming, unless something yep. else our attention. Keep it going. I'm sorry. Way. I just, I just got Everybody. murdered by. I just got murdered by flavor text. I'm sorry. One second. Okay. Ah, sorry. Bo- box text approaching. This, uh, no, the, this is a quote from from the Dark Matter book. It's just your death ray is just a blaster which kills people. I have an axe that kills people. Does that make it a death axe? Quote from Throg, half more barbarian who asks really good questions. <laughs> nice. So I was very confused there for a second because if there's box text for this, I assume it's coming from you. Yeah, I, w- I, w- I wouldn't be murdering. I wouldn't be killed by my own box text. Happens to me all the time. Like, man, I was really funny when I wrote that. Yeah, right. Exactly. That's always my I'm so good. <laughs> Like, I used to be so funny. <laughs> what happened? Uh, but because I was I was looking up the adaptable omni tool to to read up on it, and I just saw that box text that that quote like oh, on yeah, the no, bottom of lot, the page. There's a lot of really good flavor text around the gadget here. But yeah, my scanner. Uh, so as uh, so to to refresh, I, I also have it in my character sheet, so I can just put it in the chat. Um, because I put all my shit in my character sheet, uh, so I'm using the scanner, which as yeah. an action you can use your handheld scanner to analyze the electromagnetic spectrum around you. Your scanner detects the presence, number, and type of technological devices within 30 feet of you, and can determine whether or not unique construct or device has been present in the area within the last hour. So, that's I assume that is I assume that would help me find some of the traps before we spring them, hence the high investigation check. Which I mean, technically speaking, that's a thing that you would use in combat primarily rather than out of combat, but like it works. It's a thing. Like the action economy is really weird, like rules is ripped, but just every six seconds. Click. 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 Like like I'm playing Batman wh- Arkham Asylum with Detective Vision always on. Yeah. <laughs> Like, strictly speaking, rules as writ, a lot of the action economy just doesn't happen outside of combat because you don't take actions when you're not an initiative, et cetera, et cetera. But it's fine. It does the thing. Um, But I know, I'm coming. Wander around with your with your scanner active, keeping an eye out. And yeah, you find several disabled traps. Um you don't seem to have run into anything else that was active. You would probably guess that that was the last thing that was that that machine gun turret probably uh, was only still active by virtue of being relatively robust and having ammunition left. Um, even though it hadn't had its ammunition maintained in a very long time. And you're not seeing anything else that remains active at the moment. Ah, Not seeing. Got it. Uh-oh. I can't raise the right eyebrow right now to fucking for some reason my left eyebrow is a lot harder to raise than my right I don't know why I can raise both I also have the advantage of having angled eyebrows I don't know why they're angled but they're perfectly angled for raising anyway um... <clears throat> 
Well, looks like most of these traps have been deactivated for a long time. Or at least okay. ran out of ammunition a long time ago. Does that mean we're going later. the wrong way? No, I believe it means we're going the right way. You put okay. traps and defenses around the places that you won't want to guard. And you let those traps fall into disrepair if you want people to believe it's abandoned. Or maybe it actually was abandoned and somebody else came in here and took it over. Possibly, but why abandon a perfectly usable secret hideaway that was not found until now? Any well, number of even... reasons, possibly, but we should go check to be sure. Hmm? Yes. Continue on. Looks like it was a fortress of some kind. It's a very defensible area. Once we get inside, see if you can find any terminals to find a map or a layout of some sort. Yes. Ting, ting. How do I keep forgetting this goddamn scientist's name? Uh, Lead scientist? Professor yeah. Leiden? Leiden, thank you. Dr. Robotnik? Put it. I'm going to put it in your fucking party notes because no one else does, apparently. Dr. Eggman. What are notes? I was just getting ready to. I wasn't. Dr. Eggman, so-called because he was fused with an egg. And was Sonic's dad or something? <laughs> Sonic's, Sonic's adoptive father in science. Before getting fused with an egg and becoming evil. God, William, you're only creating the entire world and running everybody other than our specific characters. You want us to take notes, too? <laughs> I barely take notes in the games that I run, much less the ones I play. I mean, that's my problem is I don't I don't really take notes in the games that I run, so I have to remember all the names that I give you. Running that's everybody theme. else's response. Well, no, I, will, I will remember names. What we're learning is that Mara takes all the notes for Final Show Films. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> when she's not here, no notes get taken. I, the only I, reason I remember my character, the, the names of my NPCs, is because I generally set up world anvils for them. And then creating creating characters in that is just fun. I should actually use world anvil instead of getting a subscription to it and then forgetting it exists. Yeah, no, yeah, no. And I, <laughs> yep, yep. I had it for months before. I was like, huh, I should use this. And technically, you're not supposed to put in, like, licensed material I stopped giving a shit about that when I was searching something for Wildmount and found like 17 worlds that were set up for Wildmount publicly for World Anvil. So apparently they don't care. Yep. I, I just realized that if I play a stupid character, no one expects me to remember anything in character, and then I don't have to take notes, which is that why my intelligence... That's actually pretty fucking brilliant. That's why you dropped out of me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why you, you dropped out of the Stardust game. My eight, my my eighteen int barbarian. Yeah, yeah. But weirdly, Grummond and bees. I'm all in on. <laughs> uh, but hand crack. Both of them high intelligence. No. <laughs> no. no my next character will just be a bush. <laughs> Please, the family's had enough trauma. 
be a really good painter. Yeah. He'll be an okay painter. And, he will be a barely be... serviceable I like, painter. I like how you it'll be how, art. I like how you degraded that yourself within a few seconds of saying it. <laughs> He'll be a good uh, painter. He'll be an okay painter. <laughs> but as you continue on, eventually you start to see a change in the environment as there's a faint light that is picking up outside of bees' torchlight bees. Um, uh, uh, when a... I see when 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 we see the light elsewhere, I'll just immediately bees drop the light. Okay, I extinguish myself, and it takes you a bit to realize that because it's just ever so faintly building as a as an ambient glow coming from the water. As you look down in the sewer water and can see this, like, heavily diluted by the thickness of the sewage itself, but there's just a faint glow coming from under the water. Nature or Arcana check, assuming my scanner is not picking up technology from it? I mean, if it, if there is technology down there, it's deeper than 30 feet. Yeah. So, can I make a Nature or an Arcana check? To identify whatever the fuck this is. Sure. Which one would you like? Hill would like to look at it too, but he's only going to do nature. <laughs> well, that I'll case, go look at it in Arcane. 27. Thank you. <laughs> going to look down That's and go, so... holy shit. No, I'm just kidding. 22, Arcana. Very nice. So, with a 19 nature, I, I mean, there's nice. a with a 19 nature for till, there's any variety of different bioluminescent fungi that might be growing under the water. And, oh, I see what she's done. She's gone and covered it in bioluminescent algae. <laughs> yeah, like it, could, like it <laughs> could, it could be anything growing down there that is giving off that ambient light. Um, Kendall with a 22 arcana, the sheer amount of sewage down there sort of tells you that. Anything that's giving off that much glow through the thickness of this sewage is emitting a very bright light um, and is probably doing it very potently. Um, there's probably something of significant energy down there, even if it's not, like, strictly speaking, magical. Uh, and with a 27, Coltarn are coming to about the same conclusion that whatever is down there is putting off a lot of energy to produce enough light to pierce through the thick layers of sewage. Um, a lot of power coming from down there. Let's back away from the sewage, please. Yeah, 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 yeah. Skid Is this uh, passage wide enough to fly in? Uh, barely. You have to be flying over the sewage, though, because there's not enough room on the walkway for one of your wings. Right. Mm. I can take an aerial pass and see if I can get eyes on it a little closer yeah. without actually touching the sewage itself. Skirtolbar just looks over at you. I am repairable. Alright, I can be the second. Uh, or third. Looks towards Gideon. <laughs> For the record, worth noticing, he did say yeah, yeah, yeah in agreements. She has not moved. He's just looking. <laughs> Goldarn sort of steps back a little bit from the edge. Um, 
Skirtsolbar will... Uh, is there like a, walk, a pathway across sewage? I mean, there's occasionally a walkway that goes over it, yeah. Is there one near us where we're seeing this glow? Uh, Kind of, yeah, like like 30 feet down. Okay, so Skir, in the case, rather than going across, Skir will go like 20 feet ahead of the rest of us and then sort of like pull off the scarf, uh, put it down, and then sort of get down on the edge of the sewage and just plunge head into it to see if he can see anything. Since he doesn't have to breathe. As you... Keep your mouth closed. T- as as Skier Tolvar dips his head into the water, it's too thick to see anything aside from just like a general diffuse glow. Can you get an idea of how deep it goes? Uh, deeper than his than his very limited sight can tell. It's not it's not grabbing his head or melting it or anything at this point. Not right now. And he's immune to being poisoned, okay, cool. so he's. Um, but there's like too much particulate in the water to be able to actually see anything. At least, at least, My... at least there is too much of a surface layer for his head to be able to pierce through to see anything clear underneath. Coltarn's, uh, Coltarn's, um integrated uh, Omnitool beeps and he sort of pulls the arm up and you all see the sort of holographic proje- holographic representation uh, hovering just off of his arm of what Skirtolbar is seeing because my AI companion has a direct link to my datapad. Which, which is a whole lot of swirling green. And then Skirtolbar um... Grabs the side of the uh, just sort of grabs the side of the the sewage the, the like side of the um side of the walkway and just lowers the rest of himself into it until just his arm is holding to see how deep it goes if if his whole body can fit in it and there's still more. While that's happening, Kendall, you were just sort of leaning over and looking over the edge. Just looking, yeah, making no effort to like. Like, there's no inclination that she's trying to get closer. She's just staying right where she is. Mistel cool. is, like, standing on her tiptoes on Kendall's shoulder, like, looking. Like, Kendall is the figurehead of a ship and Mistel's doing the Titanic. Mm-hmm. Yes. Right. So what grabs them instead of Tolbar? So th- there's, there's a small well, crowd on. of bees standing on mistle shoulders <laughs> <laughs> and i i functionally with their, with their, i will, with, their, I, with, their I, with their two front legs up yeah yeah exactly but functionally i will cast guidance on mistle if, if mistle's about to do anything she's just leaning over right now i'm looking we believe okay. okay oh boy question don't like okay. this at all. all right. Two of those missed Tolbar. Okay. Three of those missed Tolbar. I don't know who. We don't know if they're though. going after Tolbar. No, I'm just hoping because he's. The if one anything, if anything comes out at Kendall or Mistel, can Till make like a dexterity save to try and interpose himself as a bodyguard? I will say because you were too busy like trying to trying to like lay out a plan for scouting ahead, you would not have been close enough to interpose in this particular instance. 
in most other situations where you have where you're just sort of just looking at Kendall, I would say yes. But in this particular case, you were thinking about scouting. Okay. Uh, as, uh, let me look at everyone's AC so I can confirm. Four, or 13. We this missed most everyone except for. I really wish Roll20 would stop telling me I need to log in to look at someone's character sheet when I try and fucking open their character sheet. Well, you should have logged into Roll20 then. I am logged into Roll20. <laughs> How do you think I'm on this fucking page? Um, are you are is it are you are you using pop out character sheets by default? No. I don't know why. What browser? By the way, roll twenty list um, my AC is fourteen. I will trust the one that does the automatic calculations for me that says it's thirteen. Um. Uh, are you wearing any kind of armor? <laughs> no. Okay, then yeah. Well, oh, no, because you, why, because because you have leather, leather armor. armor equipped. You no, have leather no, armor no. in inventory. It makes 11. You see what she wears? No. So you're not wearing the leather armor, so then yeah, you'd unequip it so it would be 13. Yeah, so 13, there we go. Yep, that makes sense. Yeah, so... I forgot it automatically equips you in roll 20. Yeah. A series of four long whipping tentacles lash out of the water at Polbar, Varouche, Kendall, and T and um, Mistel, and latch around Kendall and Mistel, missing Varouche and Tolbar. <laughs> Jesus. Amazing! Son of a bitch. Mm. Missed Tolbar, who is fully submersed in the water. <laughs> Oh yeah, no, no, um, no it's, it's just amazing. It's just like tentacles still have to. It's not like the water itself tried to hit. As then I think as, it as this, as you look down at this for like the split second you have, you are suddenly reeled in as you are yanked under the sewage. There is about half a breath of squeak. Uh, I'm yeah, same, rolling same initiative way. now. As yes, we're going to we're going Five to minutes, put in the tracker. And Gideon rolled a seventeen. And the rest of you are gonna roll your initiative. Yeah. Hey, there's me. Huzzah. Time to do nothing this entire Jesus fight Christ. So I'm guessing I was over here then. I'm gonna Thankfully, I rolled a there. two. Holy fuck. So you had been traveling over. to the right, like along the length of the pipe, so so Skirtlebar would be over here. Bill was right next to Kendall. Hmm. Once again, I am quicker on the draw than my bodyguard. <laughs> By a large margin. Look, I don't have a dice curse except as regards initiative. That's where my dice curse lies. That's mm. true. Mine's everything else. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just one more level, I think, and then anybody that's within 10 feet of me gets a bonus to their initiative. <laughs> so this is where I have to remind everybody how the holding your breath rules work. There we go. I was going to say, when did those come up? Mm. Ooh, a 20. Fortunately, I've got a rebreather, and Tolbar doesn't have to breathe. 
Why? Why? Mouse? Why? I can fucking find it. Hang on, it's probably the underwater rules. Why is Gideon in the red? You can hold yeah. your breath for a number of rounds equal to your constitution. After that, you begin to suffocate. For a number mm. of minutes equal to one plus your con modifier. Is it minutes? Number of minutes equal to... It's under suffocating in the player's handbook. A creature can hold its breath for a number of minutes equal to one plus its constitution modifier, minimum of 30 seconds. When you run out of breath, or are choking, you can survive for a number of rounds equal to your constitution modifier. Minimum That's what it is. Right. Mm -hmm. I was close. At yeah. the start of your next turn after that, you drop to zero hit points and are dying. And you can't As a reminder, or be stabilized until you can breathe again. As a reminder, any spell that requires a verbal component will require you to let out the air in your lungs. Uh-huh. Accurate. Um, we did not take a short rest after the last, after the, the gunfire, did we? No, but you did get healed up. <clears throat> I knew that the short rest would potentially. Oh wait, no, I still. Uh, I'm. I, I'm. I'm still good. We're fine. We yeah, are absolutely your, fine. You used your racial ability. You didn't use any of your spells. I used. I used my warlock ability, not my racial ability. One of the two. I don't remember. You. I, I believe, you, I believe you, you. It's the one that turns you invisible. So you used misty escape. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Okay. I yeah, still well. have face step. Don't worry, Mistel. We're fine. Can you take Mistel with you on phase step? I am in spring, so yes. As yeah. long as as long as as long as Mistel is within five feet of me, which it looks like that's the case. Well, yeah, me. I was but, waiting so. for you to correct that too. Don't worry, Mistel. I'm fine. No, no. <laughs> that, that's the thing that would drive Till nuts is. She wouldn't. She wouldn't teleport away just by herself if Mistel was there, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and she couldn't get Mistel away. She she has decided she is the most dangerous thing and worst thing for Till that 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 she could be. Someone with morals. Someone whose morals supersede her sense of self-preservation yes. sometimes. Morals are fine as long as self-preservation is the priority. And potentially <laughs> she may even aspire to be, dare I say, a hero. Oh, God. <laughs> Her father's going to kill Till. Worse yeah. ever. Uh, anyways. I love that we're going into the trope of the warlock's patron is a threat, but not to the warlock. Right. Just to everybody right. else. <laughs> no, 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 no. Just to you specifically. I was going to say, and to me, very specifically. I yep. mean, it depends if any of you guys get me, get, you put me in danger. Right. <laughs> okay. You're up. Right. 
So Kendall's first. Yes, uh, Kendall, you are up first as you've been yanked under the water. And as you are pulled 25 feet, which passes you very significantly underneath things, you realize that the sewage, that, aside from the fact that it just smells rancid right. uh, as it's everywhere, the sewage that you can't see through is sort of like a very thick top layer. And after you get about 10 feet down, you start to realize that you can see relatively clearly through the underneath amounts of water. Like, it's still kind of brackish and still a little bit hard to see. Right. But you can see very clearly what looks to be a massive glowing pillar of stone that has cracked a glowing red eye and sprouted teeth as it is pulling you towards it with its tentacles. Uh, there are, like, veins of this glowing green material striating across this, what would look like a stalagmite. Um, like sticking up out of the bottom of this sewer, which is wrong because this is a cave. This isn't a cave; it's a manufactured sewer. Mm-hmm. Um, and you can see that across the entire bottom of this of this sewer pipe, there's just this glowing fissure of what you can't tell if it's technology, magic, or something else. But there's just this glowing line on the bottom of the sewer pipe that is giving off the light that you've been seeing. Okay. And this thing is sitting on top of it. Okay. Um, So, couple questions for clarification. Then can I not see to the surface currently? No. Okay, so I cannot see. You cannot see the surface through the, through the, through the, through the the yeah. top layer. So I can't teleport us to the surface because that requires me to teleport to somewhere that I see. Mm-hmm. But um you can theoretically teleport yourself out of out of this thing's grip into another area that you can see. Correct. Uh first thing I'm going to do though. How how deep is the top layer, William? About ten feet. So you can Probably see Tolbar's feet. Um. Oh, well, that's useful. That's right. Because of my Fey Touch, I can actually cast Misty Step as a regular spell, too, if I need to. But that doesn't help because it still has to be a place I can see. And also, I want to teleport someone else. Um. So... First off, I am going to huh. that can't be termed succeeds on this roll automatically and purifying a creature that has advantage on the save. So yeah, I'm not gonna do that. Um I am going to use my action uh to cast Cause fear on this thing. Does that feature a verbal component? Yes, but I can still do it as long as I take my breath away, right? Yes, you'll yeah. you will begin suffocating afterwards. But... That's fine. I only need uh, I only need a, a, a round or two to get to the surface. Um, so yes, I'm going to take that chance, and I will cast yeah. cause fear. Seriously, roll twenty. Stop telling me I need to log in to look at fucking 
sheets. DC is fourteen. With your thing. The wisdom save. That is a six. Ooh. I believe Cosphere is just, it is frightened of you now. It is now frightened of me and cannot get any any closer to me. Ooh, and has disadvantage while it while can it see Kendall. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so interesting interesting question that probably has already been answered in Arata and is only interested to me. But if something is frightened of you, it can't approach you. Can it make you approach it? Yes. Uh, let, eh, okay. Rule, okay. rules it, as writ, yes. However, it's yeah. It seems like that would be pretty busted. I mean, yeah, I mean, I agree with you. Creature, I, I don't remember reading anything that it, it cannot can't, willingly but. move closer. If you are moving something towards you, you are moving closer to it. No, well, okay, like, on, it, it, <laughs> on like, a cosmic scale, on 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 like a rules as intent level, yes, which is why I'm saying it can't. Which is why I'll be saying right. while it's frightened, it can't pull Kendall in. Okay, yeah. um, but rules as writ, technically speaking, it could. If it although, do, al- yeah. although props to Jeremy for arguing right. the, the the relative positions there, which right. I really well, <laughs> I would. You could also even argue in that situation that technically, it can't attack you because that means it's moving its hand closer to you. Well, but but its hand is already Which, on you. Not yeah. if I teleport away like I'm about to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Correct. Right, 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 right. <laughs> oh, oh no, I see what you mean. You mean so it couldn't it couldn't lash out at you because that right. in theory, yeah, 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 yeah. moving. Yeah. Is I don't moving think itself. that I don't think is, uh, that I don't think necessarily works as much because it makes frightened super powerful to where you just can't yeah. attack that person. Well, I think right. that's why but, it imposes it, it poses yeah. disadvantage because it's like oh, I'm not looking. Yeah. yeah. But and then I will teleport thirty feet away, as close as I can to the surface. Also triangulated a little bit away, because mm-hmm. I'm twenty five feet from the surface, but I can teleport thirty feet. Yeah. So, Mistel. and uh, Mistel is coming with me. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that was in my head. I'm like, do I hear a weird whisper? So you're both probably somewhere around here. Yep. This is your conscience. About ten feet under That's the surface not what of the water. Just sounds like it's your conscience. And then, I would like, if possible, this might be pushing the bounds of the interact action. But I would like to take my necklace off and shove it into Mistel's hands. Or Isn't put it around her. Either way, no. Warlock necklace does not require it. Oh, oh, warlock pendant. Sorry, I was no. Yeah. That's right. You have the the ambulance you're you're wearing as, a, as an anklet. Never mind. Or yeah. just wrap it Carry around. Her. Closure. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I'll say that. Better. I'll say that you can do that. However, you won't be able to take advantage of its features, and she won't either. Yes, she can. I was going to say it, it functions thing. specifically for that. It, that specific oh, okay. way it's that it specifically works. how it's designed to work that you can is, give it to when, another person. When the wearer of your talisman fails an ability, etc., etc., etc. Okay. Yeah. Sorry, the talisman is a very new one. Like yeah, as far as no, it's it's a little it's a little more recent. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, can Till take an out of turn incidental and make sure that everyone is aware that he did not consent to B's ASMR? 
<laughs> and that is my turn. But you were very mean to bees a little while ago. I don't hear any of that. <laughs> I do not now, do even if I do. Kendall, don't you you haven't used your movement. Do you want to try and break surface? If I can, again, I feel like I was pushing the bounds of I mean you used you, I would I would say that you've used your your interact there and I uh to, to get can that you, there. You still have your movement. Okay, I will you push up to the surface then. Question on movement in swimming. What is the difference between having a swim speed and swimming if you don't have a swim speed? Does if you I, this, don't have a swim speed, you don't know if you need. If you don't have, if you don't have a swim speed, your swimming speed is half of your walking speed. It, mo moving through water is difficult terrain. Okay, yeah, because I didn't know if you could just move or not. If that yes. was a different thing. So yeah, I will move fifteen feet to get to the surface, and then gasp for air. Then look at Till and be like, I'm okay. Is is missile in your hands? I don't think so. No, you are you are floating in this you're you are floating in the floating sewage in right the now. water by yourself. Okay, I'm just floating. Okay. And it About can't 10 see, foot down. It can't see Kendall anymore, which means it's no longer frightened. Yeah, I know. Well, it's still frightened of Kendall if Kendall shows up again. Exactly. But... Actually, no, uh, for reasons that you're not aware of, it can see Kendall right now, so it is still frightened. Oh good. Oh, good. Yay. yay. Honestly, Dope. the cause fear was more, I'll, I'll be honest, that was more self-preservation. She did everything she could to, 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 to help the both of them, but that was totally Because fair. this is not a normal roper. Good. Varouche. All right. An mm. owl roper. No. Uh, Mr. Roper? No. No. Um, yeah, uh, let's see. Why not? Uh, gonna regret this later. Hope, hope, and then hop in. <laughs> Just sinking straight down. Jesus fuck, dude. <laughs> well, hang on, hang on, hang on. How big were the, the tentacles that came flying out? Um, large enough to wrap around your torso. All right, then let me do this. Okay, so can I prepare uh, an action? Uh, I'll hold my action. Um, I want to wait for the next tentacle that comes flying out at me or somebody near me and see if I can either hold it or yank it up. Okay. Reverse so, the grapple? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a, I'm a reverse fishing. Um, so I will uh, take my shield and clip it onto the side. Uh, or clip it on my back, and then just wait for uh, a tentacle. That will that will only apply to you or anyone within five feet of you, because you know reach of your arms. Yes. Uh, let's see, Kendall went over there, so 
Yeah, I'll. Yeah, I'm gonna have to stay right here. If so, uh, yeah. <clears throat> um, bonus action. Um, where is it? Where is it? Where is it? Bonus action. I'm going to cast uh, branding smite. Uh, so next within the next minute. Uh, I'll just throw it in the chat. I'm not casting it. There we go. Yep. So, uh, anything else? Or are you staying there? Uh, no, I'm staying there. Gideon. Uh, sorry, Coltarn. Coltarn. <laughs> so, to preface this, these all the six seconds of each round, everybody's turn basically happened at the same time. So, like, by the time Kendall breaks the surface for air is, like, the end of my turn as well. Yeah, right. relevant because uh, as soon as Kendall and Mist will go under the water, the first thing Coltarn does is use my bonus action to activate my rebreather and then break past Till and and Varush to jump into the water. Yeah, see, that's... (laughs) And just... And and he's just diving down uh, towards whatever is below him, so just into the water. Um, sees Kindle and Mistle away, and just continues to fall as I'm going to be trying to punch this thing, assuming that I'm going to fall on it because I'm very heavy. <laughs> Fortunately, that's not how water resistance works. <laughs> Again, I don't know. Um, you're you're still floating about fifteen feet under the water. It's probably another twenty feet below you. So I don't sink by the end of your because movement of, because of the weight that I because of my weight. I'm wearing chainmail and I'm three hundred some odd pounds. Yeah, that's why you're sinking at all. Okay. Versus just floating, because this is a very thick liquid. Cool. So yeah, so into the water, going down as far as I can go. Viscosity Um, and buoyancy. Yeah, I I was going to say, I would blame the chainmail, because speaking as someone who, not too long ago, did did weigh 300 some odd pounds, I still floated. (laughs) Um... So if I'm not, am I? So I'm not in melee range. Then it's or is it large enough for me to be in melee range at this point? It is. It is not in melee range with you. Cool. Uh, well, it's time to see how well an orcish cobra fires underwater. <laughs> so, uh, do I have any sort of disadvantage for firing a gun underwater? Uh, there is a thing about firing weapons underwater. Hang on. I think it's just disadvantage. I think the, it's the effect yeah. that ranges have. And, and and if they're outside the normal range, they a range up an attack automatically misses a target beyond the weapon's normal range. Even against a target within normal range, the attack roll has disadvantage unless the weapon is a crossbow, a net, or a weapon that is thrown like a javelin. So I would say a, a gun also included in that because crossbows. So it doesn't have disadvantage, but it uh, misses if it's out of the weapon's normal range. The normal range on this is two feet. Uh, I don't. I didn't put down the normal range on a Colbrack. I should do that. You should. 
Colbrack is 40 feet. Mm-hmm. 4120 is uh, Colbrack. Mm-hmm. So I'm, am I within 40 feet of it? Yes. All right. So no disadvantage. In, because... in real life, everybody, shotguns have very big barrels and therefore hold a lot of water in them when they go underwater. It is the most dangerous weapon to fi- try and fire underwater as far as firearms are concerned. Yes. You will explode your barrel and probably well, injure yourself very badly. Don't do it. Uh, it won't. Know. It won't explode the barrel. It actually takes a lot. It takes significantly more force than a bullet has the capacity to uh, emit, um, even a shotgun shell, for uh, for you to bow out a barrel. Um, I mean, unless you're doing it, unless you're doing it underwater, where the energy even is being transmitted. No, I have seen it happen, my guy. I don't think it. I don't think of shot. I mean, you absolutely can. How's the roper doing? Unless you're a (laughs) shitty person, in which case we're not your boss. You do you. I mean, that's fair. That's also fair. Isn't a shotgun. Merrill okay. Manson, feel free to fire a shotgun underwater. <laughs> it, it, it also depends, I'll point this out, it depends on the age and construct of the weapon itself. That is, also, well. that yeah. is also going to factor in. Yeah, no, you are correct there. That is for uh, sure. So 23 to hit with the Orcish Colbrack, which again, isn't a shotgun, so it doesn't really. The barrel's much shorter, and while still a very big barrel, is much more well put together than a modern shotgun. <laughs> Also, it's a magic bullet, so there's no shot anyways. Literally, the Colts aren't underwater going pew. No, it, no, there's a... The, the water goes... There's a, uh, there's a cavitation bubble as the, as the, as the bullet passes, but yeah. uh, 23 does hit, yes. 11 ballistic damage, magic ballistic damage, uh, and a second shot because I have two attacks. 22 to hit that also hits for 13 so just uh, and then Tolbar will let go and drop as fast as far as he can trying to land on the ground that's my turn So I'm how far down, mm-hmm. William? Uh, you are Five, about 15. Yeah, you're about fi- uh, like uh, it, it, dropping a little bit faster than you would normally be allowed to just because you're sinking. Uh, you're about uh, 15 feet under the surface of the water. Um, and it is about 20 more feet down before you start hitting the top of it. So this, but in reverse. <laughs> yeah. I'll put. I Ooh, just realized I don't think I'm on turn order. Oh, you're not. Mistle's not in the turn order. 16. Did you hang on? Where's my. My initiative was 16.2. Oh, you probably didn't click on your token. Oh. Uh, you there. 
anyway. There you go. Thank you. I mean, better than better notice now than at like six in the initiative order, which is how it usually works. Yeah. So, yeah. Gideon. Not to be able to. Be. Okay, so you said that I can't uh, fly over the walkway. Does that mean that um, my my movement would have to be, if I want to fly across, my first movement would have to be um, my regular walking speed. So right? the the way that the way that breaking your speed up works in fifth edition is that any movement you use in one movement type also counts up in another movement type. So if you spend five feet of movement walking, then you've also spent five feet of movement flying. It's just that when you run out of your slower movement speeds, you can still use your faster movement speeds as long as they fill. Excellent. Okay. So in that case, um, actually, I guess it doesn't really matter because I have cunning action. So, but what I'm going to do is... um, and then um, I'll use my my dash action. I mean, it'd be three, four, five, six. Um, and I'll use my dash action to continue moving to there. Because uh, I have bonus action, so I can use dash. <coughs> so I'll do that. Uh, and uh, now, I, because I use my bonus action to do that, I can't headshot, but I can just fire on the... Um, thing about what's it from this side. I will say because, because I mean it's it's visible because it has to be because it's a monster token. Um but you can't get you can't see the thing through the like sheer thickness of the surface of the water. You can see its tentacles that lashed out, but now that it's retracted those because everyone that it had reached out to is now either under the water or gotten free, um you can't see it anymore. Yeah, I realize I'm making a total shot in the dark, but my thought process here is that when it grabbed them, it was on this side, so I don't want to fire on this side because I'm hoping if by firing on that side, I can hopefully miss them. Okay. Because they haven't come up at this point yet. Yeah. So fire with disadvantage. That's fine. Yeah. And it's also got significant cover. I mean, yeah, that also makes sense. But Again, can't do nothing, can't go underwater. Yeah. So, <laughs> uh, let's see. Yeah, yeah, 13 will miss. 13, yeah. I figured, but again, can't do nothing, can't go underwater. So, that's my turn. You might be about to be anyway. <laughs> Missed them. Uh oh. Um,. How far away from me is the surface of the water? Uh, ten feet. Okay, she she would like to live, so she's <laughs> she's, she's valid out of there. Yeah, I would like to not die, please. Solid strategy. Uh, your so your fly you your fly speed is action. your fly speed is based on wings rather than just being a magical fly speed. So you do still have to cut that in half moving underwater. Uh, so it takes 20 feet of your movement speed to get to the surface of the water. Okay. 
which for clarification, if any of you have like the fly spell, it basically counts as a swim speed because you're just pushing through water with magic. But if you have wings, it cuts it in half. Am I able to get there this round? Yes. Okay. She will get herself out of the water, gasping for air. So both Ken, so Kendall and Mistel have both pulled themselves up to the surface and onto the... I'm assuming Kendall would have dragged herself onto the bank of the sewer as well. Yeah, assuming I could make it that far, yes. Absolutely. Yeah. Bees! So, uh, mechanical question first, and, and it, the fact that my character may not understand this, entirely valid answer, but um, would would fairy fire make it possible for people to see this thing? Uh, it would not, just because of the way okay. the surface of the water works. It, it, I was going to say, it, yeah, the, it, the water is getting you total cover, right, basically? It, visually, anyway, yeah. Visually, yeah. It, it yeah, blocks line of sight, I, yeah. I, I just like the mechanical part of that question is that gives disadvantage. If if people also had advantage, technically that cancels out. But I feel like in universe that probably wouldn't make sense. Yeah, that, it, it, it wouldn't provide the advantage. Basically, all right, fair. Um, well, it will provide the advantage to anyone who is already under the surface layer and can actually see the damn thing. Miss Mistel has already emerged. At this point, so so roughly, yeah. Bees can see them, can see Mistle coming out. Yeah, and also to 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 be clear with the mechanical aspects of fairy fire, it does specify any attack roll against an affected creature or object has advantage if the attacker can see it. So you should well, have to be able to see the creature even if it's affected by fairy fire. Yeah, I, I just the 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 second step back on that thought chain was it makes it glow. I was curious if that yeah. would let us see it. Yeah. Remember, I had established that there is a very bright glow coming from the bottom of the sewer trench, and it just yeah. sort of diffuses through. You can't actually see anything under the sewer. Look, I didn't say it was a great idea. It would help me. It would, yeah, it would, it would help. It would help Coltarn, but he's the only um, person underneath the water to see it right now. All right, so Bees is going to step up to here. Um, and we have we have a vague idea of where it is, right? Roughly, you saw where the tentacles came from. Okay, uh, I am going to use my bonus like, action to. Traditionally speaking, when something has like absolute cover from you, you aren't even able to make an attack on it. But because this is cover provided just by thick, murky water, I'm basically saying you don't have line of sight, and it has three quarters cover, which is plus five to its AC. Okay. And would impose disadvantage on the attack rolls. Um, well, and it's it, it's not a it's not a beast mechanically, right? No. Okay. Um. Yeah. Um. And I don't think mechanically web would make sense at the bottom of the water. So, um. Yeah. I'm I'm gonna cast hunter's mark with my bonus action. And you had to see the thing to cast on his mark on it. Uh, yeah, you can see. Well, I'm not going to do that. Um, I'm just going to go up to the edge and I'm going to fire at it three times. All right. My bonus action to pew, pew, pew. So, no, does he come out with little water wings on? Hmm? Uh, 
I mean, I mean, yeah, it's it's sending essentially exploratory subcommittees of bees down into the water to sting what it can find. Ah, yes, um, subcommittees. Yeah, that was the joke, John. I know. <laughs> That's why I emphasized it. <laughs> what? Why is it? I don't know why it won't it won't roll the damn thing. There we go. Uh, 14 will miss. 9 will miss. Yeah. And... <laughs> like the idea that the, the, the bees, like, refuse to dive under the water. <laughs> you fire them, and they're just like, no, no. <laughs> yeah, that, okay. So just pew, pew, pew. No good. All right. I, I, I'm sorry, it did an extra one just because I was desperately trying to, to click the button. But it's all right. None of them hit. No. Uh, that's my, no, I'm going to back up from the edge first. All right, that's my turn. Yes, it is very specifically positioned that it can reach the far edge of this room. <laughs> I know, but B still don't want to stand there. <laughs> so... Uh, I'm just going to count these off. You. Disadvantage. Two, eight, oh, yeah, it does have disadvantage, so that's 12. That one. Welp! Look, I'm doing <laughs> Somebody. what Somebody! <laughs> Natural one. And 22, okay. Damn. So Gideon and Bees... Oh fuck! <laughs> I tried. You did. As did as ten as tendrils lash out uh, from the water, aimed at Till, Varush, Bees, and Gideon, and only the ones lashed on Bees and Gideon managed to land. Can I still try to catch the one that came out after uh, myself or Till? Uh, sure, you'll be using your reaction for that. But yeah, roll me athletics. All right. I'm surprised you didn't me, considering that I'm shooting. Uh, quick question. Would a long rifle count as... I mean, you got it. <laughs> yeah, you got it. Oh, nice. <laughs> would a long rifle count as what, Camille? Would, would a long rifle count as a crossbow for the purposes of shooting underwater? Yes, I would say most, most oh. guns qualify the same way as a crossbow does for shooting underwater. Well, I got three minutes. I'm, I'm, I'm about to fuck his day. <laughs> he he thought he was doing something. He didn't do nothing but, but give me a better shot. Question, William. Uh, how much does this creature weigh? A lot. Does it weigh over a thousand pounds? Yes. Okay. It's also tied to the ground. Well, right, it's got it's yeah. got little feet stuck to the ground. Got little 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 footy claws. <laughs> Uh, so get in, yoink. That who brings Christmas presents in the Stardust setting and bees, yoink. As both Gideon and bees are yanked under the surface of the of this of the sewage, and then at the end of the Roper's turn. Those of you who are under the water see emerging from the beam of light 
that is present at the bottom that it is sort of sitting on these small glowing wisps that rise up out of the of the water and as they as as they detect living creatures in the water just launch themselves at the three living creatures that are in the water with the with the roper so jellyfish grenades kind of and is uh, this fisher is it kind of like like the caldera borean tundra like crack like a, in the like bottom a crack in, like a crack at the bottom of thing that's kind of glowing yeah, yeah kind right, of yeah okay all right yep yep mm. Uh, as basically living magic missiles fire themselves at the uh, at the three of you. Okay. Pew, pew, pew. So I'm gonna roll. As Gideon takes three damage, Bees takes five, and Coltarn takes three. So she um, could hear it, and he could. Hang on. Is it worth doing that for three? Probably not. Yeah, no, not worth for three. Uh, none of you are close enough for it to bite, so it can't. Uh, Till. Till is going to step here since he can't get directly next to Kendall. Or actually, Mistel, can somebody occupy the same space as you? Are you that? Are you oh, small enough mm-hmm. for that? Oh, yeah. absolutely, yeah. Okay, all right. Till's going to step into Mistel's space uh, and hold his action for any attack that targets them. He's going to inter... Either of them, he's going to interpose himself and attack the tentacle with everything he's got. Mm-hmm. Uh, he has his spear out in both hands, specifically, mm-hmm. for that. Because mm-hmm. if it's a water fight, he's going to rely on that more. Mm-hmm. She will sit on Till's shoulder. Cool. S- settle in for the show. Are you alright, Miss Fairchild? I'm good. I'm fine. I'm not, I'm not thinking about what I'm wearing right now. Just, you know, that thing. But we news. can deal with that later. Mm-hmm. It's scared of me right now. Oh, excellent. Mm-hmm. Do you want this? No, hold on to it. Okay. It is your turn now. All right. Um... Huh. I'm suddenly more limited now that I've escaped. You're a warlock. You can cast water breathing on everybody, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I feel like water breathing in this particular instance wouldn't protect you from the poison condition, though. Oh, probably not. Mm-hmm. All right. Sucking that shit into your lungs? Terrible idea. So glad I'm a paladin. William, I'm yes. sorry. Okay. Yeah. I know they're every, every DM's least favorite spells, but Kendall, really quick. Pulls out her communicator, opens it up. Chet, I need you right now, honey. And is casting Summon Fay. Okay. 
What creature? <laughs> yes. Oh, uh, Chet is obviously. This is clearly the fuming Fae. So that's going to stop the fear. Yes, it will. Cool. I want to make sure that was clear to the GM. Yes. Yes. So he's no longer frightened. You summon a Fae spirit. Yeah. I think we've established that Kendall doesn't give a Chet. No, she just did. Oh, no, she didn't give a chat. She got a chat. Uh, do you have um, Do you have Beyond Twenty installed, Jeremy? I do. Can you pull up the Face Spirit stat block and roll for it? I can. So I'm just gonna I'm gonna let you do that, and I'm just gonna okay. give you a token to control. The, the thing that annoys me, the only thing that annoys me is the D and D Beyond doesn't like if you if you cast it. Or, it just gives you the plus whatever, but that's fine. I can work with it. So yes. It, it currently it has an armor class of 16. It has 30 plus 10 per spell level above third. So uh, uh, 40 hit points. Its movement speed is 40. Um, it manifests in an unoccupied space that I can see within range, which I guess will be directly above where I know the the, the creature to be. Poor spirit, just like what? It's okay. He's angry. It's what he does. So, did you just like drop a red cap into the sewer? Uh, so worst uh, idiom ever. Chet, do you have any kind of description on Chet as an individual? Uh, Chet is very much, um. Like, I would imagine Chet to be very much like a, a, my image in my head is very much the jock, like the fae jock. Um, he's the himbo fae. He's very much the himbo <laughs> fae. Like, I imagine like he's a she, but like all of her summoned fae are going to be she, but is very much like the, the, the she that plays lacrosse. Um, and has some very problematic views on things, but we don't summon him for that. Sorry, could you spell what you're saying? He is S I D H E. She. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. The and she, because that does not come across as that spelling. Look, I didn't create the language. I just occasionally use words out of it. Chet, the toxic masculinity himbo jock fay. Yes. <laughs> oh, believe me. I have a name for the mirthful one and the tricksy one, too. I can't wait. Yes. <laughs> the tricksy one is tricksy. Tricksy, right? Just T R I X I E. <laughs> so, yes. That's okay. my action. So Chet so. apparates out of nowhere, crushes an empty beer can on his forehead, turns his hat around backwards. <laughs> <laughs> What's up, monster in a sewer? This is going to be so raw, bro. I'm going to use this a couple token. times for good measure. I'm going to use this token for it because... That's fine with me. And he has how many hit points? He has 40 hit points. Uh, his armor class is 16. 
His speed is 40 feet. He gets two attacks. And I'm gonna I'm just gonna give you control of this token. Okay. There's gonna be two attacks, bro. One of me attacking you, and a second identical one of me attacking you. <laughs> but he you yeah. you drop him into the water. Yes. Yeah. That is as much as much as that token has a gun, I don't think he does. No. That is the end of my turn, which means it immediately becomes Chet's turn. It's always Chet's turn, bro. So Chet is going to take stock of the situation. I love stock. <laughs> oh my god. That's it. Craig is now Craig is now the physically the, the, the role player for the character, even if I'm doing the actions. Um somebody talking about crypto, bro. <laughs> and is moving down to uh to to attack. Oh, it's a cryptid. Sick. So that I actually have I I don't I I'm I'm sure these don't match up, but because I actually have a set of three like sh- like dark fantasy weird fae looking things. I've decided that these are going to be your stand-in tokens for your for your Perfect. wrathful, Trixie and mirthful. Perfect. They better they better be NFTs, dude. I may have to change the, this character. No, um, <laughs> gonna no, NFT KO. He's, <laughs> he's using face step to teleport thirty feet to it. Okay, so he can actually get to it because that gives him advantage on his next attack roll. Get my steps in. Uh, so his attack is my spell attack modifier. Which would cancel out the disadvantage from attacking underwater. Correct. That's not a great swing. Come on, Chet, you're better than this. Give me a break, man. That's better. 21? Yeah, 21 hits. Just had to get warmed up. So he does this plus 1d6 plus 3 plus the spell. So he does that plus 4. So he does 9 piercing damage and 1d6 force damage. So he does 15 total damage. That's Jet's turn. Just started. This is my first rep, bro. Get ready the good for news war. is Chet is underwater, so Chet can't speak. <laughs> of course. Um. All right. So that's all in Sylvan. So you're the only one that can understand it. So in the winter season, I play polo. <laughs> I'm going to uh, grab... You have a hand on this thing's tentacle, but... Yes, uh, I do. Uh, but everybody else just went underwater. So... You got a hand uh, on a tentacle, dude. Crazy, bro. So regretting this. <laughs> um, I haven't seen anything else, so... Yeah... I got I got a nice line on where it is, so I'm gonna pull the 
bar off my back, extend it into the energy pipe that it is, and uh, hop down into the water. Okay. Uh, and go down as far as I can. Uh, I, can I get any any bonus movement from having attached myself to this thing? Uh, if you're trying to yank yourself along with it, just a, um, just a little bit. Yeah. Um, I have a pike. I just want. I just need to get. I'll say that you managed you managed to get with your movement probably uh, about five more feet down than Coltarn does. So you're about twenty feet under the surface, which means it's about fifteen feet away from you right now. Okay. Unless you want to dash to get all the way there, that would be my action. Um, I don't need to get that much closer. All right, I'll let go of the tentacles, and while I'm still floating down, um, shoot it with my heavy revolver. Okay, no, that's yeah. I'll dash to get down a little bit farther. So dashing, not shooting. Yeah, yeah, because I already interacted to pull the pike off. So I'm just getting five, five more feet closer. No, I mean, yeah. So the pike's a ten foot range. Oh, yeah, it's reach. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, got it. All right. But so that's me. So you're down 25 feet. Yep, I'm 10 feet away from it. You've been reach, bro. 50 feet. It's, it's technically 40 feet. No, yeah. Sorry, sorry. 10 feet under the surface is the. It crosses the thing. And then you sitting at 50 feet under the water and that's 20 feet further down, which put it actually at 35 feet under the water. Is where it's actually... Well, is where the top of it is. And it's 10 feet tall, so it's 45 feet under the water. Okay. Cool. I'll, I'll get 10 feet away from center mass. Yeah. So you are... Um, over here. Yeah. So you are 30 feet under the water with a 10-foot reach. I'm just going to start assigning people depth, depth markers. <laughs> the way to go. I'll wait till Jack gets back to to say what he was going to say before he jumped into the water. Well, what while that's happening, say? while that's happening, Coltar, it's your turn. So I will swim 
my half my speed further down. Yep. So the fifteen feet, which puts me at thirty feet down. Um, can I get like is that? There is a five foot space between you and it right now. So I can't. Re I still can't reach it in melee then. Yeah, you would need to get one more space further close to it. Okay. Water sucks. Uh, so in that case, I'm just going to shoot it two more times. Since it doesn't seem to care enough to grab me instead of grabbing people that are on the surface, I will shoot at it some more. Hmm. 20 to hit. Yep, that'll hit. And 25 to hit. Alright, so... Seven ballistic damage and fifteen ballistic damage. <laughs> More cavitating bubbles exploding from the surface. Uh, Jack is now present again. So whatever, whatever Bruce said before he dived, Cody. Uh, yeah. So before he dove, he nope. would have just said, um... "Fuck, no, I forgot." No, I mean, I that's fair. To you. Yeah. I just had a break. Oh, shit. <laughs> no, I didn't um, at initiative count 20, losing all ties, the fissure at the bottom of the sewer changes from this like bright oh, right. white. Uh, Tolbar swims closer. Oh, yeah. I'm assuming he also gets to the floor. Yeah. So he goes down to 45. Uh, the fissure changes from this like glowing purple white color to a deep crimson red you should get that checked out bro those of, those of you who are on the surface can see the hue of the light that is filtering through the smog change slightly uh oh that don't sound good that don't look good Get in. Um, headshot. I think it's it's a perception for my headshot, right? Yes. Oh, I'm still rolling at disadvantage. <laughs> But I mean, that was even so. That was still either way. Uh, yeah, uh, I don't. I don't think it can hide from you. <laughs> Hang on. Yeah. Yeah, fuck this. One second. I think it's because Chrome is being a bitch about cookies, and so I'm technically getting signed out of Roll20 on the regular. Which is causing this. Yeah, if it's some setting in Chrome, it's something in Chrome that you have set to ask every time, that might be a problem. I don't, I don't, but Chrome is just being a bitch about cookies in, innately in Chrome right now, so. Interesting. Like, it's the reason... It's the reason I'm constantly having to confirm that I'm not a robot on D&D Beyond over Chrome. I assume you've, like, cleared cookies and cleared your cache and all that. Yeah. 
sounds like a setting thing. But anyway, so yeah, uh, I don't think that it can character sheet. Oh, it does have a decent stealth. It might. It can see uh, Kendall, so it probably won't. It doesn't. It gets close. Actually, no, because you would have had 28. So, no, yeah, it doesn't. Cool. The Bond the, didn't the Kendall drop cause fear? Oh, yeah, that's right. It's not frightening anymore. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. I, had two for, I had two for Chet. Yeah, it's not frightening anyone. Totally worth it. Thank you. Go here, bro. Uh, 19 will miss it. Yeah. Uh, that's my turn. Mistle. Oh, actually, uh, no, because I would have to use my actual action to try to escape. So, yeah. Mm. <laughs> So, I can't reach it from here, right? Nope. She doesn't want to get closer. It's going to pull me into the water again. Um, I mean, you probably see Till kind of standing over top of you just ready. So... I don't know if Mistle wants to do something like that or. Yeah, I think she's because she also hasn't like even had a chance to pull out her weapon. So she's Probably. just going to arm herself right now and just be perched on top of Till and be ready. Uh, the bees. How close to it am I right now? Uh, you are 25 feet away from it. Uh, you're sorry, you are you are 15 feet away from being in melee with it. Okay, uh, but can I see it? Or is yes, there still you can okay. you can indeed see it. Okay, so there's not at this distance. There's not enough enough smog to obscure it to bees. Mo most of most of the smog was confined to about ten the first ten feet of the surface level. Uh, down here, it's still kind of like brackish and kind of kind of okay, mucky, but okay, you can still okay. see through it pretty well. Got it. All right. Well, um, I and because I functionally use crossbows i am not at disadvantage correct yes all right great uh i am going to uh cast hunter's mark for real this time and um it has not moved from its position where it's kind of encrusted onto this thing right no and from what you can tell it seems like it's drawing energy up from whatever this fissure is because the like the lines of light that you can see crisscrossing its body also change to that crimson red when the fissure did. Okay. All right. 
Um, fair. Okay. So I'm going to um, 17. 17 misses. Okay. Take a second shot. Come on. Good Christ. 11 uh, also misses. That's my turn. Because um, I already used my bonus to cast. Uh, wait, do I have to declare ahead of time? I think I do. Right? For... Bonus my bonus action stuff I get confused on because there's a lot of ranger stuff that you have to cast before. Um, uh, Hunter's Mark is oh, no, a spell no, no. that you have to be holding on to, so... Um, no, I, I just... Be... I, yeah, I just was... Oh, yeah, okay, so it's marked. Yeah, it, it, it just, is marked. Whenever I hit and it's whenever it. you okay. hit it, you deal more damage to it. Yeah. Um, okay, and then I can, I can track it. Okay, all right, cool. Uh, so... Uh, and, and I mean, I can't, I can't move because I'm, because uh, I'm grappled. Correct. Uh, yeah. Okay. Um, okay yeah. Let's then go ahead and put turn. the marked symbol on it. On its turn, as you watch, oh. as go on. I, I'm really sorry. I, I would, if it's not too late to do so, I would like to use inspiration on that last missed shot. Oh, go for it. Because I would really like to hit this thing. And those were some really crummy rolls. Yeah! As soon as Natural it comes 20. There we go. Yes, that hits. Okay. Uh, so. Um, that also doubles the uh, the dice rolling on your extra damage from Hunter's Mark. Oh, nice. Okay. Uh, so that's going to be um, uh, 12 from that. Does it double everything? It doubles the dice. It does not double modifiers. Okay, and no, but I, but I mean, so, so, uh, for instance, Hunter's Mark is an extra uh, d six, so it's extra two d six. Yeah. So, uh, oh, so okay. So, it, but, but then I'm gonna also do my Gathering Swarm, uh, and and that wouldn't double because right because that's a separate. Uh, let me check on the Swarm Keeper. All damage dice rolled as a result of the critical hit are doubled. Yeah, Holy so it's just, it's just it's just a matter of whether or not the swarm keeper is a separate thing or not. This Let me is why, see. This is why paladin smites and assassin backstabs really love critical hits. Because well, because it's I mean it's definitely also my favorite foe now. So I'll go ahead and roll two d two more d six. Uh, the attack's target takes one d six piercing damage from the swarm. It does not say the attack deals an extra 1d6 piercing damage, so that one specifically does not, because it's the swarm latching on with its own separate effect. Fair. Okay, so 12 uh, plus 8 is 20, um, and then an additional 6 on top of that. So 26 points of damage. It's sort of like in Lancer, for instance, when you hit someone, you can cause your auto turret to shoot it. The auto turret just hits it, but it's a separate thing. Totally, totally makes sense. Uh, maybe my best use of an inspiration ever, especially since I think I've done it in the past to like eat a book or something. So... <laughs> minus 12, minus 8, minus 5, minus 1. So the Roper knows what's coming, even if you guys don't. So it wants to get as many people in the water as it can. So I appreciate the Roper telling us its plans. Three tendrils coming at Till, Mistle, and Kendall. So first, Till. 
That's a 19 to hit till. Oh, that'll hit him. Does my held action go off? It was aimed at you. Yeah, he, he was just waiting to react to anything that yep. hit either. So yep. mm -hmm. You can attack. All right, sounds good. That will 16. hit. 16. 21. That will hit. 10 piercing and stunning strike. Mm. 13. What's your DC? Uh, my DC is uh, 8 plus 7, which is 15. So, yeah, that's a fail. Mm. All right. It is stunned. You're still lashed onto it, but it is stunned. Right. <clears throat> which prevents it from grabbing anybody else. Hey. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> no, there was going to be. It's good. It's fine. Uh -huh, uh -huh. But at the end of the Roper's turn from the rift, there is a crackling discharge as crimson lightning arcs across the sewer, the across the 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 the, the sludge of the sewer. I need everyone in the water to make me a Constitution saving throw. Question for positioning purposes: uh, Would is Gideon? Are Gideon and B still within ten feet of me, even though they're at a different depth? Uh, no, because they are because they are at a different depth. <laughs> because okay. you are ten feet deeper than both of them. Okay, uh, but I, I am I am near Coltarm. You are you are literally next to Coltarm though? Yeah. So you get a bonus uh, plus four. But what save was it? Constitution. Uh, constitution save. Woof. Well, if it makes you feel any better, Verusha, wouldn't have helped. Because that's a five. So I got a 19. Scare Tolbar got a 12. I don't know if so the Tolbar needed to make it or not, but. It, it, he did. So the DC was 14. So everybody except for Bees, Coltarn, and Gideon, Gideon made it. Does Chet need to roll? I mean, uh, Chet does need to roll bees. as well. Yes. Yep, yep, bees, yep. Tolbar. Thank you. Coltarn made it. It's a constant. Okay. Uh, it's constant. Bad. Let me check something really quick. Okay. Chet says they're a heavy drinker, but they're really a lightweight. Crackling discharge. I think I had that in common. So it just rolled yeah. it to you, but it was a natural twenty, which made it a twenty-two. Yep. Nice. Chet. <laughs> I'm raging, bro. Wow, that was a bad roll. So everyone who failed takes 19 points of lightning damage, and everyone who succeeded takes 9. I mean, that was a solidly average roll, William. Yeah. I'm sorry, did you say 19 points of damage? Yes, everyone who yep. failed the saving throw takes 19 points of lightning damage. Yeah. And did I, you I, say that was a bad roll? That yeah, was an average. I, it was average. I watched this entire thing. I was, I was, fall, I was gonna point out. Yeah, he said nineteen points of damage. Disappointedly, <laughs> <laughs> I know. Um, I will. Um, as the crackling lightning comes out, I'm going to use my reaction. Um, reaching over without saying anything, because this is, does not have verbal components. Um, just sort of reach over and and hit a couple of buttons on the Omni tool, and as I do this, um hexagonal shield of force erupts around me um, and absorbs some of the electricity as I cast 
absorb elements. Um, I take half of that damage, so nine ha rounded down to four. Um, so I take four points of lightning damage, and I and and there's a little bit of extra electricity in my arm right now. Meanwhile, Chet's over there on the on the lacrosse bridge. They call me Honey Badger because I don't give a fuck. Yep. Uh, Hill. Also, because I look real cuddly. <laughs> uh, I assume when I attacked the tentacle, it withdrew. It's not still within range of me, right? Yeah. And I get totally wasted from snake bites. Because you basically stopped it from actually wrapping around you. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah. Um, much though, if he was not on assignment, he'd be jumping in to help everybody. Having seen the static discharge that just happened, he's going to once again hold an action and uh, back up Mistel and Kendall. Hmm. So as soon as a tentacle gets within range, um, he is, however, switching over to the revolver, hmm? just in case. Hmm? Good to know where the rest of us stand on Tilt's priority list. I'm sorry, are I mean... any of you paying me to keep you safe? Uh, oh, not. These are... Yes, but... The person he's being paid to protect is protecting you, though. So. I was going to say, technically, Kendall's not paying you to protect her either. No. Technically, She's not. by our presence, you get more money, therefore we are paying you by being in the same company as you. No, you don't get to do transitive properties that way. <laughs> anyway, it's, it's Kendall's turn, it, unless it, you're doing anything else. It's capitalism. Transitive property works however the money says it does. I'm just saying, bro, instead of waiting for him to come in and fucking protect us, maybe we should just kill the damn thing. I mean, we're already doing that. Um, all right. Doing a pretty good job because you can see its aura. I've been shooting it every round. We're still not in a position where we can see it, correct? Yeah. Okay. Then there is not much. You're just, you just, you've just sort of seen the water change colors a bit and then like lightning crackle across the surface of it. Yeah. There's not much that oh. I can do currently. If if Till can say something technically before his turn is over. Yeah, go for child, it. Do you have any control over the elements? Can you move this water, make it easier to see? No, that's not really my thing. Kindle Fairchild. Go, it. That's the end of my turn. And then Chet's so, turn. And then it's Chet's turn. Looks like it's uh, jet time. <clears throat> Question, William. Did the lightning that hit all of us seem to do anything positive or negative to the roper? It, 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 it did not seem to affect the roper at all. 17 hit. 17 does not hit. Then... Do, 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 second attack. Actually... <clears throat> Chet is going to teleport over here, so he gets advantage on the next attack. Advantage would have made that attack hit because a 20 is its AC. Yeah, I know. Uh, 
Hey, that'll do it. Very nice. So, that is roll another d6 on that. Yeah, roll roll another d6 on that. So, that is 13 plus 2d6 force damage. So, about my games, bro. So, 18 damage. Ow. That's Chet's turn. Gonna cross check it real hard with my stick. Garouche. All right. I'm with that. Definitely boat. plays for UMBC, Craig. Hmm? <laughs> <laughs> it definitely does. Good terms. Am I flanking with bees? Uh, no, because bees isn't in melee with it yet. All right. I'll swim around to this side, spot Gideon. Um, and yeah. Let's see, first slash with the energy pike. Let's see if I can free Gideon. Are they? Is he still grappled or is he just floating? He's still grappled. What okay. one one question? Yeah, I'm grappled, bro. I didn't even try. Did it reel us? It did reel you, but it couldn't get you all the way there. Okay, all right. It did. It didn't reel you on its last turn because it got stunned before it could. Ah, uh, okay, okay, okay. Cool. Am I flanking with um, Coltarn now? Uh yes. Okay. Then that would be an advantage. I, I'm, not, I, I'm not in melee with it. Oh, oh no, right. Yeah. Oh. You're not you're not quite in melee with it. So no, no mind. Yeah. Second second attack is a twenty-two. Twenty-two hits. All right. Although you would have advantage anyway because it's stunned. So then the twenty-two is the first. Yeah. Or twenty-two points, uh twelve points of piercing and ten points of radiant. Uh, from Brandy, right? <laughs> it also starts to glow. It's not doing hot. And then second attack. I'll just set the advantage. 24. That'll hit. Branding smite is only for the first attack that hit. <laughs> yeah. Yes. You can do a regular uh, smite now if you want. For another 10 points of piercing damage. Ow. <laughs> uh, foul. Too much as a bonus. We got a lot of, yeah. Yeah. Uh... Anything else? I don't believe there's much else I can do as a bonus action. Nope. Yeah, yeah that's me. Coltarn. I will. Uh, so, uh, as for clarification, when the, the lightning from the, the rift didn't seem to do anything, did the lightning seem to hit it and it didn't care, or did the lightning not hit it? It didn't seem to hit it. Okay, okay. That's so it seems it seems like it was purposefully excluded from the effect. Cool. So swim down to flanking with Rouge. Um, hang on, I need to look at this real quick. Uh, underwater rules again.
under the sea. Um, <coughs> making a weapon, melee weapon attack that doesn't have a swing speed, either naturally or by magic, has disadvantage unless the, unless the weapon is a dagger, javelin, short sword, spear, or trident. Um, where do you yeah. fall on a taser gauntlet? Dude, uh, is uh, not oh. one of those pointy things. Also, uh, Chet's technically attacking with a short sword, isn't he? Yes. So he shouldn't have attack. What have you heard, bro? Oh, okay. Yeah, oh, I, forgot, right. I forgot the short sword was in that list. That's right. Piercing, yeah, oh. piercing, piercing damage doesn't have disadvantage. Um, not the length I, of the sword, bro. Yeah, well, because technically the weapon is taser, so I didn't know where that fell on the on the whole thing because taser isn't a weapon in D anD. d So that's why I asked. Yeah, if it's not a thrusting weapon, basically. Cool. Okay. Um, so flanking will just flatten the roll. Yep. It's also Although it's also still. stunned. Yeah. It's also stunned. Yeah, but do I, how are you rolling that? Because technically, it doesn't matter if you have more of more. I, I believe I've said it previously. I count it cumulatively. Okay. Cool. In that case, advantage. Uh, so, so I'm down to where I'm actually. If you have more advantages than you have disadvantages. Then you have advantage. And time to. Gut check a roper. Natural twenty. Uh, this is the one where I get my. This is the one where I get my uh, absorb elements. So, See, this is the kind of shit that happens. To I get one shot on the fucking thing and I miss. Listen, as somebody who had a very a very familiar. Uh, 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 note of frustration last night. I'm with you. Yep. Uh, so well, it's 31, not dead yet. 30, 31 points of lightning damage from the first hit. And just a, there's a there is a differently colored lightning flash that erupts from the water. Scientific uh, smite. And then second attack. 21 to hit. That hits. 14 points of lightning damage. So, you dig into its its face with the uh, with that second strike and you're fairly certain you break something important as like it flails for a minute and seems to contract and the tentacles let go of everyone else and it sort of falls back and seems to die and then on initiative count 20 or for first tollbar oh yeah tollbar tollbar continues to move closer 10 <laughs> on initiative count 20 the glowing light in the in the in the cavern changes again and turns into this deep purple black unnatural radiance that f- pulses up from this from this crevice oh dear and the the corpse of the roper contorts and realigns itself back into a standing position as its eye 
opens again, but instead of the natural crimson, it's just this glowing purple orb that emits an unnatural light from it. And its eye sort of fishes around as if looking for something and then locks onto bees. The uh, Because I've got the rebreather in my mouth, which is sort of like attached by the tusks so that it forms a seal. It's just a... <laughs> As it gets its not quite mythic burst. <laughs> It's Gideon's turn. Oh. It's Gideon's turn. It no is Gideon's turn. All right, so um, yeah, no one, no one in the water is grappled anymore. But it's making eyeballs at me, or eyeballs. Yeah, so he's looking directly at you. Okay. And <laughs> um, all the drowning bees. <laughs> we're not drowning. <laughs> all right. Uh. Well. First things first. Headshot. Hey, it's it, it no, can try. It, Hang it gets on. to roll. Yeah. I forgot it gets to roll. Yeah, it, it doesn't. <laughs> it does not right. succeed. And then shoot. <laughs> I'm gonna stop fucking headshot because <laughs> all my good rolls are going to fucking perception. What the fuck? Okay, so the next rifle I build you is going to have nothing but bonuses to attack. <laughs> right. Valid. Uh, that, uh, oh, actually, you know what? Do you have inspiration that you can use? No, I, I haven't gotten inspiration in like a month, dude. Um, or we've missed a couple of sessions. I did, I did. Uh... Uh, I'm not gonna move. Yeah, that's it. I'm I'm just gonna hold. Mistle. Okay, is one of the tentacles near me? Nope. Not anywhere. Okay. No, the color the the light show underneath the water just changed to a different color. How can I see any of the tentacles from here? Nope. You can't okay, see I, basically I anything go. going on under the water. I'd have to go into the water. Yeah. I was going to say, yeah, we basically probably just seen a couple flashes of light, and that's probably That's the whole reason I've stayed in the water, because it's pretty apparent by this point that we can't see it outside the water, but it can clearly see us outside the water. Okay. Mistel's going to look at Till and uh, Kendall, say, sorry about this, and go dive into the water. Mm-hmm. Oh dear. Mm-hmm. You'll be fine. So five, ten, fifteen, twenty, five, ten, fifteen, twenty, twenty-five, thirty. You make it just underneath the uh underneath the, the sludge layer to where you can actually see what's going on with your full movement. Okay. But I can't reach it yet. <clears throat> unless you unless you use your bonus action to dash another 15 feet. I'm, would, I, I'm going to do that. It would put you just outside of melee range of it. Okay. Thinks about fighting underwater. Uh-huh, yep. uh-huh. 
Bees. Okay. Uh, well, I don't like how it's looking at us. Um, when when bees went under the water, did all of the bees in like collectively like suck in a breath? Basically, um, the 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 thing because they are one because they're wasps and you can't effectively you can't drown wasps and also uh, that the whole thing about jumping in a swimming pool doesn't work. Um, but uh, they it, also because they are from a swamp planet, they uh, they actually they they are aquatic in that they don't have to they can essentially hold their breath for so long that they're not functionally drowning right now. The weird ass stat block that William and I worked up included uh, no no breathing required, so they're not they're not super worried about where they are. Uh, for that reason, <laughs> they're worried about it for lots I, of other reasons. I didn't know you couldn't drown wasps. Uh, yeah, I I uh, I found that out personally when I was in the process of doing my research for bees. By which I mean that time I was gardening last summer and dug up a hive and then ran and tried to get away from them in the swimming pool and they continued to sting me and didn't die. It was educational and it hurt. I guess if you dump water on them, they die from that, at least the water pressure. The thing is, wasps can drown. It just takes them a fucking long time. Yeah, Yeah, it doesn't, they don't, it's (laughs) the myth of them like completely avoiding water or that they 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 will drown very quickly is a myth. They can basically, I think, just sh- what shut their spiracles or something, and then yeah, mm-hmm. basically, just, like yep. they, they're like they're, and even then they're fine for a long time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's just a dive, dive, dive. Yeah. Right, right. Um. Anyway, I'm gonna shoot it with my crossbees. Uh. Ugh. Um, oh, you know, you know what? Okay, so that's bad. I'm gonna swim down, and so I'm uh, effectively. Can I, if I shoot it in melee range with crossbow master, am I? You have crossbow expert, so you don't suffer disadvantage in melee. Yeah. yeah well, I'm j- I'm wondering, would I get flanking bonus then? Uh, yes, you would get flanking bonus. Ah, shit! I should have swum down first. All right, you would, so you, gonna... would you would get flanking anyway. Also, it's still stunned, so you would have advantage. Oh. Okay. Well, I'm gonna roll. Actually, no, it's not stunned anymore because it died and reanimated. It's not stunned anymore. Okay. So yeah, that does make sense. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, I'm going to, but I, I, so I wouldn't have been flanking where I am. No, right? not where you're at okay. right now. All right. So I'm gonna swim down the rest of the way and take another since, shot. Since it died and reanimated, does that mean Hunter's Mark fell off? Uh, yes. But you can but you, bonus, because, you can, but you can reapply it with a bonus action. Yeah. Yeah. You can Jesus you can bonus action reapply it because that's how Hunter's Mark works. Well, I if I don't use my bonus action, does it go away? Or no, can I do it if next you, if for, like you you concentrate it for the duration and you can reapply it at any point. But okay, well I'm gonna I'm gonna take my I'm gonna use my bonus action to get another shot on this thing. Oh, did you make a concentration check for Hunter's Mark when you took lightning damage? Son of a bitch! Wait a minute, that can't be right. That's a 16. The virtual dice here are lying to me. Oh, no, wait. It's a, okay, yeah. So 23 on that last one. Uh, yeah. And no, I didn't. When yeah, make, did, a, like, make a quick con save just to, had just to see. I, had I hit it anymore. at that point? Uh, you had. It's 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 okay. just that the, uh, the, the lightning that hit you would cause a concentration save. Okay. 
I just, I couldn't remember if that was before or after I hit it for the first time because I definitely yeah. whiffed it entirely my first it was, time. Through. It was after that's, because I got the absorber. That's okay. You still got nineteen. It. Yeah. Yeah. So um, you hit him with your third attack, and uh, it also takes favored foe damage. D uh, six. So four points from that, and I'm going to use uh, gathered swarm for another D six. So another two. So also, don't forget your actual regular hand crossbow damage. Oh, yeah, I did forget about that. 15 points of damage total. Uh, so, the roper, whose eyes are still locked on bees, first, now that it's gotten to melee, is going to try and bite it. <laughs> going to try and bite bees. Yeah, I'll be honest. I thought I was going to kill it. Munch, munch, munch. That is a hit. For 17 piercing damage. Okay. There's a definite, some definite crunches. That's not ideal. And you hear from the rift a deep rumbling growl. Zorathrax! And a blast of eldritch energy thrusts out of the rift directly at bees. Man, we really gotta figure this shit out. Can <laughs> the people on the surface hear that? Yes, you hear that okay. rumble from, from the surface. Kendall's eyes just go wide and she looks over at Till. I think the bite, given that I'm at 20 out of 62 at this point, I think the bite probably ripped a chunk out of the out of the, the hive armor. It's a miss, so this actually is only going to deal half of what it's supposed to. Wait, what? Also, concentration check for your stuff. Oh, yeah. That seems more like it. Yep. All right. So I drop Hunter's Mark. So, so also, uh, I wasn't going to bring it up until after, but it drops now, anyways. You would have dropped either Favored Foe or Hunter's Mark because Favored Foe is concentrated on like a spell. No, it's not. Uh, you mark your target as your favorite enemy for one minute or until you lose concentration, as if you were concentrating on a spell. But it, but I mean, it's not. It doesn't count as concentration. No, until you lose your concentration. If it says as, as if, if you're concentrating, concentrating on a spell, on you can spell. only have one concentration at a time. It is a, a hunter's uh, favorite foe is a concentration effect, just like a hunter's mark is. Oh, for real? Well, then why do I even fucking have hunter's mark? Because it does different things. Mm. Not a lot different. Not a lot different, but it does different things. Like, it, allows, it, it has that feature that almost nobody ever uses that allows you to track somebody. The track, yeah. I, and I was excited about that until I was like, wait, it's clamped yeah. onto this thing like a limpet. William, also, can I take a different first level spell? Sure. Yeah. Also, it's more uses of the same effect, too. Because, like, favorite foe, you can use a number of times equal to your proficiency bonus, and then you have spell slots. Fair. Mark. Also, okay. favorite foe only works on the first time each of your turns, whereas Hunter's Mark works on every hit. Yeah. That is legitimately fair. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
So they're, they're two different. They're, they 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 have enough of a different effect that there's a reason to have both of them. And I was like I said, I wasn't going to bring it up until after it was no longer relevant, which it no longer is because you lost concentration. Yeah, I, that that does mean I think I've been doing more damage to stuff than I should be able to do, though. It's fine. We will correct it for the future. If you right, don't have it yet, Craig, may I suggest Hail of Thorns, which thematically could work that. When the bees go in and sting, their stingers splinter and fly everywhere. Uh, yeah, that I actually that's the that's the one I actually tried to kill Varush with. <laughs> okay, you do have it already. Okay. So you're I, gonna take half of this damage. The 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 insectoid body horror of that is delightful. So bees takes thirteen points of necrotic damage. Woof. Okay. Okay, still up, still up. As the as the soul seeking ray only only surface grazes you rather than impacting directly. Not ah, gonna lie though, so... that was super close. Ah, soul seeking ray. That was the best part of the second Star Wars second Star Wars movie. Are in you soul seeking ray? In the current current trilogy. Huh? I said soul. So that was ray. thirteen that was damage. The best part of the second movie, yeah. in the current trilogy. Okay. Two. I mean, that's a really weird way to pronounce everything. <laughs> Last Jedi was amazing. Fucking fight me. It was. Bill's been I, I keeping agree. an eye on things. No, that's just, he, a, that's just to our viewers. He thinks he has a pretty decent idea where this Roper is. So he's going to fly over here. Fire four shots straight down. And then fly back to Kendall. And kill Chet. <laughs> Possibly. I don't know. Won't be the first roll time. Me, roll me your four attacks now. at disadvantage. Okay. Because you mean, are still firing blind. Listen, if Chet goes home early, Chet go. This would not be the first 24. That, that, that Chet that will miss with the cover that's got. That intended. 14, that 17, miss. 28. That'll hit. The 28 will hit. All right. For seven piercing. Can I try a stunning strike on this? You can try no? one. Okay. I mean, it's just I spend a key point and it has to make a wisdom save. So, con save. Unfortunately, con save. it fails the con save. Unfortunately, now being an undead, it is now immune to being stunned. Uh, that's fair. And then I fly back. Maybe a couple of those hit. I'm not sure. <laughs> Cold Tarn's body flows to the surface. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes, yes, they did. Kendall, yes, not yep. who I was hoping. All right, again, I can't see. There's nothing I can do. So uh, Kendall just looks over at Kendall and goes, "Don't worry, Miss. will be fine. He's got Daddy's necklace. She'll be okay." Um, go chat. <laughs> That's the end of my turn. Chat. <laughs> Your confidence fills me with strength, bro. So that would be so that will again teleport over here. We gain advantage, which is actually advantage as we now know. Yep. We'll also have flanking with Tolbar. Seventeen will miss. Now though. he rolls low, but you're true. He is flanking, so he gets advantage anyways. This one, uh, 
I, I'm I'm really amused by the fact that putting something that is normally only a mild threat because of its high AC underwater makes it more dangerous. Way more. Uh, so <laughs> that's, that's a 23 to, to hit. 23 hits. For uh, fucking 8 plus D6. So uh, eight piercing and uh, three force damage. Varush. All right. Uh, now we're flanking Varush. Yeah. Also, it's undead, so smite works better. Yep. <laughs> uh, energy pike, stabby stab. Nineteen. Nineteen misses. Fuck. 24. Uh, 24 hits. You should, have attacked yeah, yeah, yeah. you should have attacked that with advantage. So. Oh, yeah. So, first one's 24. Yeah, so first one's 24. I, I thought I had it set to advantage already. Uh, so, this one, yeah, definitely dumping uh, Divine Smite into it. Uh, is the energy pike set to fire damage? It is. So, the fire damage is half because you're underwater. Yeah. Uh, so eleven points of radiant and uh, one more D eight on that divine smite because it's undead. Oh yep, yep, yep. Three, so fourteen points of radiant damage and three points of fire damage. Yep, and here comes the second stab with the pike. Seventeen. Seventeen misses. Anything fully submerged in water does have resistance to fire damage. Just yeah. FYI. Yep. Yeah. Uh, but sure, unless this has so much pollution in it that it's like the Great Lakes, do they have <laughs> or whatever river it is that goes through Houston that catches on fire periodically? Right? Yep. Yeah, you wouldn't want to submerge an energy pike in one of those, though. If they're full also of fair. water, do they get vulnerability to lightning damage? Have to stop giving lines like that to Chet. I don't know. We're in the water. Do we want vulnerability to lightning damage? I mean, I'd be fine. <laughs> No, uh, the answer is yeah, no. Yeah, that's uh, that's me. All right, Varush or Coltharn, Blurg. Uh, I'm killing it. Uh... This thing is not looking great, even after it's being reanimated. You've burned through a lot of it, a lot of the hit points that it got back from that. Yeah, no. <laughs> Left hand, reach out, grab. Right hand, cock the fist back. Uh, <clears throat> flanking to, account, to cancel out the disadvantage. So just a flat roll. Normal. 24. 24 hits. 19 lightning. As I click the wrong thing. So, <laughs> There's there's another grunt from the from the rebreather. It sounds like uh, Coltarn is wishing he could say something pithy, but instead just punches it again. No, oh, a thirteen though hits the rubbery side and doesn't hit, doesn't land it well. Gideon, I should point out you don't actually at this point because there are people yeah. in melee with it. You don't need to headshot. I was just getting ready to ask you, because uh, I, I, that means I have advantage, too. 
Right. I, I have. I'm flanking too, so I have advantage, and I automatically get my six well, attack. I hit. You're not in melee, so you don't. You're have not in melee with it, oh, so you wouldn't. So I don't get advantage, but I still get my. Sneak attack. You do get your sneak attack on hit. Yep. Okay. That, that's. That's okay. I'll take that. Um. Don't you, can you bonus action to aim? Uh, yeah, you can actually. To give yourself advantage. That's one of your. That's one of your yeah. cutting actions that you can take is aim. Right. And uh, what do I do for aim? It takes your bonus action and your movement speed becomes zero for the round. Right. Uh, but you get advantage on the next attack. Oh, cool. Okay. Then yeah. So yeah, I'll do that, and then that'll give me advantage. Yeah. So you just don't move and shoot. Don't move and shoot. Twenty-one hits. Roll your sneak attack damage. Three D six. Thirteen damage. Yep. Exactly at time. Uh, nice, Gideon. How do you want to do this? Uh, nice. <laughs> Hang on one second. Dope. Mm. Yeah, how do you want to do this? Kids are screaming. Hang on. Okay. Um. Uh, I can see an eye. I I want to put my shot right through its eye. So as 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 the creature frantically flails, trying to get at everything, but particularly bees, you see through the back of its skull because it's been blown open in this portion. You can see its glowing eye pointing directly opposite you. And you just line the shot up and fire. And what is currently left of its glowing eye bursts outward. And this blackish purple energy siphons up into the body of this creature from out of the from out of the from out of the crevice. And its body detonates like a balloon. Oof. And then the crevice goes dark for a minute. So Coltar, who have been holding on to it, suddenly the eye bursts out at him. Looks down at it and then explode. Aw, you guys made me ink. <laughs> I'm gonna take this opportunity to get the fuck out of the water. The crevice goes dark for a second. And then you see the light slowly begin to return. As the rest of you, I'm assuming, make your way out of the water. Yep. Yes. Yeah, I, I would I would like to do that. That's where we're going to end for the week. Say goodbye, everybody. Uh... Bye. Bye. Bye.